folks, you've heard me talk about over the last year getting prepared for a recession, uh, mm -hmm. pre being prepared for a downturn in the market. Well, it is here now. And I'm going to speak with Omar, my real estate entrepreneur, about how both of us are getting geared up and already making disrespectful offers because both of us plan to deploy capital. We plan mm -hmm. to be aggressive and we both plan to be much bigger and stronger coming out of this environment. So Omar, I got to ask you excited. You ready to rock and roll? What's going on? Yeah, we're uh, it's it, it's I want it to hurry up and happen, obviously, because we want that. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Vacation. <laughs> Um, like all of us do, but I think that if we sit back and we realize, okay, this is where we're at, you know, um, we're making some crazy offers. Uh, we have to find some opportunities. Like this is the thing you can create them right now. We just went over, um, what our supply is for the higher end houses in our area where you could probably get a really good deal. If you want to move up, that means sell your other asset, move up to something like this. That'd be great. But as far as us as investors, um, yeah, we're making some offers and they're disrespectful in in a nice way, if that makes sense, because I don't want to buy something unless it's going to make complete sense. And neither do you, Mike. So no, not at all. Oh, dude, let's be clear. I only write great deals and I want all of my followers. We're, that's it. Screw, screw good. Good left the building. We we have yeah. the power. We are the buyers. We, we are shopping where there is opportunity. Forget good, dude. I'm only doing great deals. Great. Not even good. Yeah, exactly. Great deals only. That's it. That's it. And it's just something that you guys all have to understand that, like, there's this thing called Zillow. You guys can look. As investors, you can look to see what's available. Like, it's all there for you. And if you don't have access to an agent and you're just a normal consumer and you want to invest, like – Literally go there and then go through the process of like removing this specific area, price point, three bedroom, two bath. You can do all of that stuff and click the little link that says, hey, make the offer. That agent calls you. Tell me you want him to represent you or her and make a disrespectful offer to that seller. You'll be surprised. You might yeah, actually just get to, something. Yeah, just to, give, just to give credit where credit is due, I got this notion of disrespectful offer from Patrick Bet David. Uh, valuetainment. Mm -hmm. I want to full respect. Yep. Uh, I watched a video of him about six weeks ago that had that. So that that's his saying, and I agree with it. And and the key here is you make a disrespectful offer. It's not that you're going to get it accepted. Now you might, but the whole idea. So let's give an example, right? I talked about this in the video we did earlier. One five listing. My first offer is nine ninety nine. I am testing that seller. Right. I expect that seller to tell me to f off. I expect it. However, some of them are going to counter and they're going to make it a big counter, like one five to one three five or one three two or something, which is that is going to be a signal to me as I've got one. Because again, if I right. offer nine ninety nine, they're at one five, they tell me to F off. To me, that's wish pricing. They're <coughs> gonna stay there if they don't get their number, not on my list. But I offer nine ninety nine on a one five, and I get a counter at one three. They already took a two hundred k price cut. I know there's more meat on the bone. Let's go back and hit there's that one again. More. There's a lot more. There's a lot more meat for sure. That's how you play this game. Again, we talked earlier about your luxury market having twenty four active listings and two pending. 
many of those 24 listings have wish prices. They will sell if they get their number. You and I, Omar, have no idea which of those ones are. So you write disrespectful offers on all of them. You get 18 people telling you to F off. You get three bonus counters at the same price. And mm-hmm. you get three counters with a lower number. And you're like, well, I'm going to go talk to those three. Exactly. It is that simple. It's awesome. Yeah. So the other thing you could do in this game that you and I are prepared for and talking about is you can do some 1031 exchanges. You and I happen yes. to have some single family homes that are ripe for first time home buyers. What market is hot right now? And again, to use the number from your market, you have 226 listings and 140 pending below 400K. I bet you have right. a home that is ripe right in that area that you have a lot of equity in that you could sell because the market is still hot and you could mm-hmm. 1031 into units, which might be cooling off. You could do exactly what Olivia and I did at year six and seven, where we sold a house and bought a 10 unit. We sold a house and bought a seven unit. We just let the tax code help you move equity around. What do you think? Oh, I, I spot on. And this is the thing for everybody that's listening. Um, when you 1031, and we had a conversation about this too, like I'm taking two or three of my single doors yeah, uh, and turning them into maybe 10 or 12 more doors. Yeah. Why not? Like the 1031. Um, and as long as the cash flow does increase, you know, your money's sitting there anyways, because guess what? Then when you go put something in that 10 unit or eight unit or six unit, guess what? You reposition the rents. It's now worth more money. And if you need to take some money out, you refinance that building, pull mm-hmm. some cash out, right? And then mm-hmm. reinvest and you still own the asset. Instead of refinancing the small little houses, depending if that's what you want to do. Great. If you yeah. can, awesome. Pull out that money in either way. So I could either refinance that money or refinance that those houses, use the cash to go buy the seven or eight units. And now instead of getting rid of two, you add seven. Yeah. Exactly. And you keep two. So there's a lot of different ways, Michael. Yeah. And I got to pick your brain about that some more for sure. Yeah. So yeah, moving equity around is really powerful. And then the last thing about this opportunity is there are going to be some sellers. We we know, at least in my area, tech layoffs are up, maybe not so much in the high desert. But in Southern California, you got a lot of mortgage brokers being laid off, agents that are struggling. Uh, so there's going to be some people who bought a home in the last couple of years who don't have jobs and they're going to want out but they have these things called 30-year mortgages sub 3% that you might be open to sub two or some kind of seller back carry. I mean, who knows what it's going to be, but don't forget about creative financing, right? We're talking about making some disrespectful cash offers, but you can also find a seller in need, talk to them, and maybe there's a win-win situation there as well. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, the the win-win situation with um, the creative financing, that's going to be huge. I had a couple of people that called me about, hey, Omar, like we got this, 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 um, and we got a loan for 4%. Um, you know, is there a way that you can just give us 20K? Hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah I, Maybe. I can give you yeah. the 20K. And and uh, yeah, I mean, because when's the last time you can buy a house for 20,000? Yeah, exactly. Well, 20. Because that's yeah, my I... cost of entry, right. even though the balance is higher, but I'm able to, to, to yeah. sub to the property or sub to the loan. So. There's all kinds of ways. I mean, there's literally that this is where you have to be creative and this is where you have to like yeah. understand your market very well. 
Yeah, for me, for me, a recession like we're going to go through or slow down, whatever you want to call it, is really about two things. One, it was about getting prepared, which hopefully people followed. We, we've been telling them to do it for nine or 12 months. Second, the mindset, right? You strike, you write offers, you do the work in a recession. You don't freak out. You don't sit on the couch. You don't put your head in the sand. You write disrespectful offers. And then third, you get creative. Right. Something I've been very open about is I have not done many creative financing deals. So I look to add more skills. I talk to folks like you and Ty and Pace and all those other folks about creative financing deals. So I look forward to being stronger, just like we discussed at the open at the end. I look forward to upgrading. I actually might be 1031ing into higher quality assets because like you, my luxury market is dead. So maybe I can find a seller who wants out and I'll 1031 out of my cheap little houses into something massive. So who knows? Opportunities are going to be there. I look to I look to take advantage of this. I have been preparing. I'm prepared. And I am super excited. Like you, I can't wait for it to get here so we can uh, see what's what. Exactly. We can add to our rental portfolio. We can help other people. We can give them ideas of what how we did it. and uh, And yeah, it's going to be really, really cool. Very, very cool. Omar, if somebody wanted to join your team, go shopping in the high desert, how would they follow you or reach out? Guys, follow me on uh, on IG at investwithomar um, or go to my website, omalfaro.com. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you.